John Myers. Hello. Hello. Hi. Um, I guess we should. Oh, you know, I should have thought about how I handle this. Uh, producer Michael quit. Uh, audience. So he's not on the show anymore. How much do I need to tell them? I don't know. Just say, just do it like the end of Street Fighter 2. Say, via con Dios, like they did for Raul Julia. And uh, I mean, that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't think you need to make like a whole drama thing out of it. I wasn't gonna make a drama thing. I just wasn't sure what, like, what, what does the audience? What would you, if you're a listener to this show, would would want to know? Mm, how how to download other better podcasts? That's a good point. <laughs> I, I asked for that. Sorry, no, I just enjoyed my own joke too much. Uh, no, nah, I don't know. I mean, just like, yeah, just my, I, Michael's not with us anymore. God, Godspeed. Godspeed, Michael. And um, look, all right, fine. You know that whole will they, won't they vibe? It happened and things got weird. So see, I specifically did not want to know that. Yeah, because it's like it's like turns when, out he didn't either. Yeah, in Fraser when they got together, it wasn't as good. When Niles and uh, Daphne, or in uh, Moonlighting, I'm listening. Oh, uh, or uh, is there a more recent show that the younger people? Is there a thing where that might be a will they Apollo Heart and and uh, uh, Starbuck. Yeah, oh, Paul and Rocco when they got uh, Rocco. Yes, uh, Rocco and Ro- Modern Life. Rocco, when they got together, when him and the cow started fucking. Yeah, it wasn't as good. Yeah. So anyway, that didn't happen. But I've decided to not tell you guys anything because there's no story. Um, let's just say we wish him well in his future endeavors. Yeah. If you're absolutely. a WWE fan, you know what that means. Oh. Yeah, actually, if you're a WWE fan, that doesn't mean that. I forgot. In the WWE parlance, that means he got fired. He totally didn't get fired. This was this was. Uh, oh really? Was, yeah. That's a what is, what is that a bit of uh, what do they call it kayfabe or is that something else entirely or no, is that just, just like I think it's just kind of like the phrase they use when they give you your shitty like walking papers they say we wish you well in in your future endeavors do they say that on the air or do they say that just to you in person I wish I was the type of person that that could differentiate between the two because that's okay. a level of wrestling nerd that I've been in my life where it's like I don't know if that comes up on the air I just know that so well that like it's all the same to you yeah. I have issues. Um, for misophonias out there, if you hear a uh, a lozenge in my throat, uh, I I'm a little under the weather. I, I did not go to work today, or I didn't have a voice this morning. Hmm. But I uh, I recovered. I rallied, and I put out the and I got the show going. Mostly because I had, we had a best of a couple weeks ago, and um, I don't want to skip another episode. You should have played a best of of that best of. I should have. It would have been good. It would have been, you know, just kind of keep paring it down and paring it down until eventually it's just like... You just have one clip that you can play at any time. Yeah. Just, hey, guys, it's me, Alex, on on, on loop. And that's it. And, and people are like, like, thank God that's over. Yeah, it's true. I mean, people probably would like the show better if it was only like eight seconds long. Mm-hmm. 
releasing. So, so I assume. Um, let's let's give you guys some updates uh, from the last few weeks. Running, running, um, running. Uh, what do you call it? Storylines in the show. Alex's dating up uh, uh, life uh, online uh, correspondence update. Um, hey, uh, hey, John. What what happens in in uh, the Nile region during a famine? That's right. No dates. Oh, yeah, that might be why. That, that might, yep. yeah, is that in your profile? Yeah, you don't lead with that. You might have a picture of Sala crushing a. a did date. you? Did you did you did mention to me someone that wanted to listen to the podcast? Did that actually happen? Well, that's 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 what this kind of um, the storyline is is um, not storyline, but the, the things I've told the audience. Um, somebody mentioned that. Um, so somebody I I had. Um, had 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 matched with while recording the show so we we talked it out on what i should send this one she wrote back uh then stopped communicating for, for like it just you know conversation didn't really you know it was kind of a natural ending sort of thing um then like a week later uh, uh she she rewrote out of nowhere and said uh, hey what, what you know what's your show where can i listen or whatever so i went oh well this is strange so i sent her uh the 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 address and said you know hey you know if you dig it you know let me know uh but here's here's the problem though um i forgot that that's the same person that we wrote live on air right in the last live yeah. episode so i was like oh that that was that was probably a mistake yeah so uh there was that and um there's this other lady oh i didn't talk about her on the show but there's somebody else i was writing to and that fell through so uh now i'm back to absolutely nothing mm-hmm. um I was just telling John, this is the birthday spectacular. Uh, this is released on Thursday, September 29th. Um, this marks another year of, of, of no improvement at all. Next. And um, uh, I may kill myself this summer, this winter. I mean, not, not summer. Uh, this may be the last you hear of me. Um, this also marks probably four weeks straight of me mentioning offing myself on the show. So again, yeah. you should be worried. Again, don't lead on your Tinder profile. That You should not lead with that. No, that's second second paragraph. Okay, well, that's fine then. First paragraph is all Indiana Jones-based date jokes. Mm. Uh, oh no, it's third paragraph. The second paragraph is 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 my obsession with uh, with uh, uh, Red Dwarf and and hilarious quotes from that show. Oh no, put move that third. Put the put the I'm gonna kill myself second, and then the Red Dwarf third because people are like, oh that's bad. That's oh I kind of sympathize, and then you're like, I love Red Dwarf. And you're like, well okay, now that second paragraph makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but I it also endears me to you. Like, here's a problem I can fix. This is true, except for the fact that I don't watch Red Dwarf. I was trying to think of the nerdiest show I could come up with, mm. and I feel like that's probably the one, right? Yeah. So, inveterate uh, liar is is not a problem. Mm. I feel like it's more um, entertainer. Is, is, oh, is okay. Place. All right, I see. You know, it's it's I have to. I have it's to that keep, song, I the entertainer. To, yes, uh, I had to keep. I have to keep the show fresh. Mm, okay. Dougie Fresh? I have to tell the people what's going on in my life. I have to be an informer. <laughs> I say. So no say daddy me snow, me I go blam. Yeah. I, I like you boom boom day out or whatever. Yep. I, I don't know what any of those words are, but I certainly know the rhythm of them because mm-hmm. that song was seared into my brain. Feel the rhythm. Uh, is that from that song? No, it's just sort of a, just a general. I, I would sign that in your yearbook if we uh, if we had that right now. And say, hey, right. have a great summer. Feel the rhythm. Too cool to be forgotten. That's right. Um, yeah. So there's there's my uh, dating update. I think there was some other thing I had hanging out on the table. Oh, yeah, getting old. Gonna kill myself. 
Yeah, I think it pretty much catches everybody up. Just the huge. Yeah. So I'm 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 sick, alone, uh, no prospects on the on the horizon, and um, about to do a podcast about Bucker Bonsai. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So really, really no hope. Boy, uh, this is uh, this great. I'm happy. I'm happy to be here, pushing you over the edge. Uh, I'm 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 honored. Yeah. Well, it's it's either this or nothing. It's, it's, I suppose that's world. true. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, I was sitting around watching um, uh, Adventure Time. But, That's a fun uh, show. I'd never seen it before, and, and, and so I, I've, I've been told that this is a fun show. And I said, uh, I need something else to watch, mm-hmm. uh, to put on in the background as I age gracelessly. And um, yeah, it's a fun show, but uh, it made me think, man, I wish I liked pop more. Mm, sure. Because it seems like one of the shows that people that like getting really high and laughing at stupid shit, it seems like they would really like that show. Yeah. And, I don't like pot enough to get to that level. I like people, and and this is this is true of a lot of things, but that's that's a show where people uh, uh, that that uh, particularly that are that are new to getting high, they're like, oh man, they must be so stoned when they wrote this. They're like, someone made a cartoon, like a a, a comic strip online about that. I think it might have been Casey Green. I'm not sure, but like they basically just made a thing where it's like, yeah, that's what I want to do when I'm high is a whole lot of work, because that's what that show takes. Oh yeah, well. On the other hand, um, no, there's no on the other hand. I was I was trying to, yeah, I'll just be mean, fuck it, because I hate everything. Sure. Uh, that's just people that are uh, uncreative assets that don't understand that oh, you're basically, allowed yeah. to just invent things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I've spent on a lot of, dr- nope, wasn't at all. Right. Like, it's just. That's just, you, that's, that's in here. Yeah. You yeah. just come up with a concept and then continue with it. And then, you know, and then once you get the concept down, you hire other writers. And no, then, since they're creative, they just come up with ideas themselves, and hey, hey, you win. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had like a good idea while high, like a a thing that was later workable. I remember once I was watching a friend, my friend Tony came over and we watched House of Flying Daggers, and it was a very pretty movie. But I was I found it very boring, and I checked out, and somehow in in my brain I started. I don't even remember. It was a line of dialogue that I just like was riffing on. I created this whole like multi-level thing that somehow also involved a tornado with a resume. And by the time I got to like the end of it, I was like, perfect. Oh yeah. And then that'll happen. It's per- I don't even remember what it was about. Yeah. Uh, so I don't, I, I've never, I've never understood that as like a, a, I, I'm sure for some people it, it could be a creative force, but for me, it's just, I don't know. It's never worked that way. Well, you get, uh, the tornado with resume would say was, was a member of young justice. Ooh. Um, uh, was, that's how he got the job it was an alien uh he's a robot i a think robot, red, right? yeah, yeah, red tornado yeah. is a robot yeah it's um i'm a, a really a giant nerd that's okay there's a lot of them out there let's go let's go back to why i'm horrible and alone let's let's keep sure yeah back. let's, be the, let's really the dig touch, deep there this is the touch point so the, the culture that we live in is 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 glorification of nerddom like that's kind of the thing mm the fuck it's 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 different i know but still fuck it's you. it's frustrating it's uh um it's a thing where like it's 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 lack i Patton also actually had a really great article about this i think in wired several years ago just about sort of the um everything available uh online always or, or what he had he had an acronym for it that it's just like back in the day like it was like someone like doctor who there was no way to watch Doctor Who. You know what I mean? You had to really put yeah. forth effort to find it. Now it's just like, oh, it's a click of a button. And not that that makes it like better or cooler, but it's just the thing that you had that like you spent time 
doing and being, you know, feeling special about whatever. Like anyone can just have that now. And that's, that's a little bit less. It's like having ice cream for dinner. Like it's, it's like I could totally, like as a kid, that sounds awesome. Then as an adult, you can do it. And it's just like, yeah, I don't, it doesn't have that same weight anymore. Yeah. So you're saying I should, um, have ice cream for dinner. I should lose weight. I'm picking up from now. The opposite. I'm saying ice cream's awesome. Go to town on, on a, I was going to say bag, but uh, a pint. All right. But when, what, how does that help me with, with finding? Oh, it does not. It does not. No, no. It just soothes the pain a little bit. Hmm. It's like drinking, but, um, but better. Really? Well, there's not yet. Have you ever heard of an ice cream hangover? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I've, I've not experienced it. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Clearly I'm, I'm suggesting that you do nothing but eat, eat ice cream. Like that can't be good. Yeah. Um, it's probably. I don't really like ice cream that much. Maybe mm. um. I think well, there's your problem. Yeah. Okay. So I got. I have to. I have to start getting high more. Um, eating more ice cream instead of getting drunk. Mm-hmm. And then um, some something to do with the easy access to comic books. Sure. Yeah. All that. And then what happens? Not much. Yeah. I mean, like that's the thing. Like you know who's telling you that that nerd stuff is cool is is the internet and it's all just people sitting in front of their computer doing stuff uh yeah making making cool costumes toward the cons that's true i have always wanted to cosplay though um i was thinking i want to be like one of those superhero ladies that's got like the 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 tit hole cut out just to see my cleavage oh uh power girl yeah or psylocke Talk doesn't have a hole. Uh, she's she's like she might as well have. No, but I thought didn't she have like a like a diamondy shape uh, right in the cleave oh, region maybe? where the where the two kind of straps go over? Uh, I could be. Thinking. I thought that was like a solid piece, but there's there's basically like it's it's probably not that character, but yes, that's a thing that exists in the comic book universe. Yeah. I'm sure. So I'm gonna do. I mean, I don't know that because it's it's a woman comic, so I don't read it. Of course. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because sure. uh, comics are all about misogyny. Always. Um, and Batman wedding himself. Yeah. The, the greatest comic book ever written uh, mm. where Batman wed himself. Yeah. Thanks, Kevin Smith. Yes. I wonder if the, uh, let's tell the audience about that. Cause that'll be fun. Uh, do you remember the, the plot line to it? How this happened? I mean, I it's, it's basically, if I remember correctly, it's, it's, it's a storyline that never finished. As far as I know, the Batman, the widening, widening gyre gyre. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm never sure how to say that word. Um, the widening gyre. And it was, uh, I think it was him like telling a story about like the first time he did like some early Batman maneuver of like the first time I busted into this crime conference or something uh, and he exploded the wall or something. I don't know. Something he was either so excited or kind of scared that he wet himself a bit. Yeah. And no, what it was, was uh, uh, it was the explosive compression of the explosion Oh. caused his bowels to release or whatever or his, his bladder to release oh so it wasn't even it wasn't even that he was responsible it was more just his body's natural reaction my memory of it is that it was it was uh the concussive blast or some kind of throwaway line like that that's yeah. what i thought it was um but yeah he was so so yeah that, that was that was him retelling a scene from batman year one i believe yeah i'm yeah. i'm actually more irritated by by that sort of like he just really wanted to have batman wet himself and and the the kind of like the long way around to be like well but it's not Batman actually wetting himself it's this it's he's got an excuse rather than just being like hey it was Batman I got way into it and I kind of peed myself a bit yeah so um 
needless to say, a lot of uh, Batman fans pretty upset with Mr. Kevin Smith yeah. for, for writing that scene. I I love it because, frankly, w- DC, what are you doing giving Batman to Kevin Smith at this point? Like, yeah. he, he's not a proven entity since... I mean, maybe he wrote some decent comics in like the the late nineties. People liked. He did this. He did this run. He did a Daredevil run that people liked a lot. That's what I was thinking. Then he did this run for the Green Arrow. Uh, Quiver was like the collected edition of it. That was okay, but required you to know a lot about the DC universe. Not just like where you pick it up and it's like there's an asterisk and it says like see Amazing Spider Man, you know, or something like that. Uh, it was just like all these in jokes that you were just kind of supposed to know. And it, it, it felt more, more work than it was worth. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. But I also don't really like that character. It's not that interesting. Green arrow. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the most I ever liked him was that stupid TV show. That first season. Mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of liked the, the comic, uh, the actual comic. Oh, wait, that's the, There's, um, there was, uh, I forget it was a comic movie or I don't know. There was one where he's like a one-armed archer for a while. There's some... That's in um, The Dark Knight Returns. The, oh, yeah, uh, that's yeah, right. At the very, uh, towards the end. Which I kind of like that because uh, you're, you're one-armed archer. Like that's your, yeah. like you're, like one, your superpower is being good at archery. So already this is dumb. And then, oh, you're doing it with one arm. This is even dumber. Did you see that thing? I think it was in the Paralympics that they just happened. There was some guy that was like this amazing archer, but he only has his feet. Yeah. And uh, there's a part where, like, when he's awarded a, a medal or something, an official goes to, like, shake his stump and is very, like, oh, really? doesn't know what to do. And yeah. it's, it's a lovely moment. Yeah, that's awkward. I met um, this girl I was friends with in, in high school or maybe early college, doesn't matter. <clears throat> but her dad is paralyzed from the, from the neck down. Now, I'd, I'd known this walking into the house. But, it, but so he said, hey, hey, Alex is my dad. Dad is Alex. His hand kind of shook a little bit, so I went over and shook his 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 non-functioning hand mm-hmm. as he's lying in a bed. And to this day, I don't know if I was supposed to do that because she said, "Oh no, that's fine. That's you know, you probably like that." But I don't believe her because that was one of the more awkward things in my life. Sure. And uh, I I I I still fucking feel weird about that. Yeah, I sure. But I mean, I can kind of see that if I want to put a, a silver lining on the on the whole thing. I guess it's if. Uh... You still treated him like a person, you know, you weren't like, you know, I don't, can you feel this? Can I poke you with something? Like, yeah. I don't know. He just went, Hey bro. And you did a big, com- I'm assuming it was a big complicated handshake. Not super complicated. Okay. But somewhat like a four motion, you know, like, like that's, that's perfect. Pull, shake, like, half shake, pull out back in, snap to the finish. Like, you know, like a business handshake. Yeah. Yeah. I, I more like a business handshake. Sure, even better. Even um, better. But yeah, something along those lines. Yeah, and then but then I, I did I did uh, I did teabag him. I'll say what the fuck are you gonna do? Okay, well that so that's... that I kind of knew where I was going. Like I knew where I was coming from and why it was happening. You mm-hmm. know, so it wasn't. It, I wasn't questioning. How did he take it? In the mouth. Well, I mean, not physically. I mean, emotionally. Like, was he okay with it? Like, was he he like, hey. I haven't, I haven't experienced that, uh, you know, well, maybe ever this is, this opened some new doors for me. I appreciate that. Or was it something like, he Hey, now he didn't bite easy with those testicles. Yeah. Did, you, did he say that? I mean, it was mostly mumbling. Okay. Yeah. Did you just leave immediately afterwards? Or like, no, I peace forced, out. I forced the high five. Me okay. Left. Yeah. I think, I think the high, I think 
that maybe was a little dehumanizing was the was the forced high five i would have let him ask you to like if i'm gonna hey, be honest let me ha- it was really you. a low five okay yeah were you too slow or did you let it happen no i let it happen okay i'm not a jerk all right well then i think it's fine okay good i, appreciate I think that's that. i think i think that would have been bad um so uh Babylon 5 on the list of why I'll never have sex again and followed up by talking about teabagging a paralyzed man. Uh, re- real quick, did I ever tell you the story about the uh, meeting the, the lady with the paralyzed eyebrows, like forehead? No. I think I did, uh, this 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 uh, woman I used to date, she had these friends come and visit. We were hanging out with them. And, and what I didn't realize until later is that this person basically, like the the from eyebrows up, like no movement was happening there. And so they would do this like weird thing where I would, you know, crack a stupid joke or something. They would just look you dead in the eye and just be like, ha ha ha. But they're, you know, not, not in the eyes or, or I was like, so, so you're like, okay, was, was that just, am I, are you being a jerk here? Like, I don't. And then when I found out that was the case, I was like, oh, okay. And then I realized when I was talking to her after that, I was like being overly expressive with my eyebrows, like somehow to kind of like to try to like coax that out of the person or just showing off. I don't know, but I just, it was something I I inadvertently found myself doing. How do you get paralyzed from that? I don't know. It's some sort of genetic thing or I don't know. Cause it was something she was a twin and her sister had it too, I guess. Weird. I've never heard of that, Uh, but okay. So ex-girlfriend there. Um, Hey, uh, 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 give a warning. Uh, oh, trigger warning about yeah. the, that I've I've been in a relationship before. No, that like why didn't ex girlfriend warn you before? Oh yeah, into this. Oh. It's not like you're like a stoic fellow that's not known for like right. You are going to crack a joke. It's probably just something that they because because they they knew each other forever that it's just a thing like oh I've just this I don't even think about it with this person anymore. You know. No, I, uh, I don't. I don't agree with that. Okay, fair enough. Because it's not like she's aware that you were there while sure. you guys grew up together. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just. I'm just giving. I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. I guess. I uh... like high school friend. She didn't just like. I didn't walk in a room and then her dad's just laying down on a couch and right. I'm completely confused. <laughs> like, like I was. What's, given... Why is your dad so lazy? Yeah. What's yeah? What's with all lazy bones over there? What the what the fuck's this about? Yeah. Oh great, he's breathing out of a tube. Why yeah. am I using my old lungs like a jerk? <laughs> That's from The Simpsons. That is. Um, here's my problem that I'm having right now. I, I never do this while I'm sick and I'm not going to do it now because I don't have any, but man, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to murder a whiskey after I leave here. Yeah. I never drink when I'm sick. It's not a thing I do, but I've always heard that like, you know, having like a nice whiskey. Yeah. Actually that's, that's for, for my own stupid anecdotal evidence. Um, that has been something that I've found out. Like, I don't, I don't get in really the whole hot toddy thing. Yeah. I've had one on occasion, but I don't, I, whenever I have one, I'm like, I don't actually like this, but, uh, uh, yeah, good whiskey. will just like, it, yeah. particularly if it's like a congested sort of thing. Yeah. You'll pay for it. Like it'll, it'll not be pleasant later, but oh, really? for the moment it's okay. What, what happens later? I don't know. I just feel like, uh, uh, I guess just be careful how much you have. Is all I've just probably maybe I've been like oh I feel I feel good so I will keep drinking. And yeah, then, I just I was just like I was sipping at my tea here and just thinking, man, this would be so much better if it was just like a big fucking stingy like yeah. holy shit glass of whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I mean stingy, not stingy. By the mm-hmm. way, um, for those listening at home to an episode I'm referencing from a while ago. Speaking of that, yes. Last week on the show, uh, producer Bill, or yeah, I don't know, whatever the, whatever the newest guy chased off, <laughs> right. whatever his name was, um, we decided that we were going to watch Buckaroo Banzai 
the wait the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. The eighth dimension. Yes. Okay. Um, my guess of the title last week was Buckaroo Banzai and his adventures in the, or something like that. And yeah, was, that's upsetting. it was like a mismatch. But okay, so I was gonna I was watching it and I was like uh, and uh, I was thinking oh I would take notes uh, uh, like producer Michael here's here are things from the eighties that you probably won't understand and I'll mm-hmm. explain them to you. Uh, since he's no longer there, I deleted those notes and took different notes for you and I. Okay. Now, John, you and I have spoken about this movie in the past. Yes. And uh, I gotta, I, I have to admit something to you here. Uh-huh. Man, I like this movie a lot more upon this watching. Yeah. Um, it is it is one of my favorite movies. I know that, and I've mocked you for it before. Yeah. Um, it is certainly not up there in a favorite movie category for me, but sure. Yeah, um, I'm not, and I'm not trying to say like this is this is like the greatest movie. It's just a movie I like a lot. Well, here's here's what happened to me this time is, I think, I mean, I certainly understood the kind of campy, like I understood what they're doing. I didn't. It's not mm-hmm. like I missed something, but I I think I, I don't think I took into account like kind of the secondary and tertiary level jokes that were going on, mm. like the kind of I didn't realize like how silly they were taking a lot of it. I mm-hmm. think I kind of just. I don't know if I just glossed over or wasn't paying attention enough. So like those little, not like not like they're great jokes, but it kind of like it. Like the entire thing of everybody being John and they're all kind of like like really dumb laugh names and things yeah. like that. Like there's just like this kind of it, it it set the the kind of the feel of the movie a little bit different this time. I guess I paid attention to like one or two things I didn't get that first time. I'm like, oh, now it's kind of like hitting a little bit better. Like uh-huh. like the kind of the the stuff lands more where I'm like, oh, they're like kind of making fun of themselves a little bit more than I thought of. Sure. You know? Which was uh which was interesting. The, I think the thing that did it for me was this time, and I don't think I noticed it last time, and I put it in quotes, born to an American mother and a Japanese father, Buckaroo Banzai. Yeah. I I mean, I just, I never, like, I don't think I ever really, like, got that joke. Yeah. Like, really, like, let that really sit there and go, oh, yeah, Buckaroo Banzai. Banzai. Yeah. And I think that's that's the one that set me on the path of, like, all right, you know what, this this movie might be doing some things. You know, it's like uh, I had a friend in college that didn't realize until college, like Porky Pig, like he's a he's a pig and and pork is is a pig and he's also sort of hefty, not not over it, but just like never put it together that like oh yeah the, yeah. the different levels I guess of of that joke, but the same kind of thing yeah where you're just like oh yeah and his name is Buckaroo Banzai yeah and I just I, I kind of I, I, I was in shock so let me let me ask you some questions and then we'll just kind of overall on the show um the movie. Um, what year did this come out? I forgot the one. I want to say it was like 84? Shit. I could be wrong. I I could be absolutely wrong. Let me do it this way. Did it come out after Back to the Future? Uh, that I want to say no to. But again, I could be, I could be totally wrong. Okay, because there was a lot of like, there was a few spots in there and it was definitely before Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Again, like that's, Because right, So here's the things. One, the, the 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 flux capacitor overdrive thing oh yeah that's like, that's very much the same uh like it's basically the it's basically that like turned upside down but is basically it, that's what i was just couldn't figure out if they're like if they, i couldn't figure out how much of this was just kind of similar look to stuff where they're referencing another movie because there's also he's running in a gray suit in a bow tie mm-hmm. and he runs past a red tricked out bike slows down and gives it a look and that's that's the Pee Wee Herman. I, mean, I think the Pee Wee Herman. I think Pee Wee. I think Pee Wee Herman was later. 
Okay, so that maybe, I'm fairly confident. Maybe Pee Wee was but... referencing that because there was a couple spots where it's like, is this a like a a, a reference or or is Pee Wee and this movie both referencing something that I that I'm unaware of? Yeah, like, I don't know. It seemed like they really made a point of this red bike and then him slowing down by it and playing with his bow tie. I'm like, what the fuck's happening here? And yeah, but I then, know what you're talking about, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the flux capacitor kind of uh, uh, th- uh, made me question the as oscillation well. overthruster. Is that what it? Yeah, that's what it is in Buckaroo Bonsai. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but it's it's really really similar. And uh, and uh, so uh, early early thing about this film, forgot uh, uh, introduction to sexy Clancy Brown early in it when he's all like sweaty with a shirt unbuttoned. And oh he's yeah, like, rawhide like, is yeah. his character's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's kind of incredible. Um, Who is? Oh, you were there with me. Apparently, he's a Rhodes Scholar, according to Michael Ironside. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you remember yeah. that bit where uh, he was saying like, yeah, Clancy Brown apparently Rhodes Scholar. Uh, I'm surprised. Uh, I'm surprised that uh, Michael Ironside is not in this film because. I, I made a note that this is like just just chock a block yeah. full of that guy actors. Oh yeah, he and, might as well be. And yeah. I made a note that the weird guy from Ghost, yes, is sitting next to Carla's husband. Yeah, Dan that, Dan Hedaya. I don't know the other guy's name. Uh, he was in. He's yeah. He did everything, but I think he was Carla's husband on Cheers. No, Dan Hedaya was yeah the other guy, yeah. the weird looking guy. Is is he's in he's in that movie that everybody else likes with with Spicoli. Right, and he was married to the the weird lady from moonlighting that i mean oh really yeah i believe that's the case oh, his okay. name is like vincent something yeah i would know it if i heard it but uh i was i was excited to see them uh and then uh uh michael Ehrman trout yeah yeah uh, for, yeah, for yeah breaking Bad from, was in there like yeah. there was just so many like jonathan banks i think is the guy's name yeah in real life right. yeah. yeah but uh I was just kind of freaking out, like every single character in there, oh, except yeah. for uh, one of the lead guys. Man, perfect Tommy didn't do fuck all after that movie. Oh no, yeah, like, yeah Lewis around. Smith, yeah, he's around. But you know who he was in recently? Not much. Django Unchained. Really? Yeah. I looked him up because I'm like, this guy. He looks like Memento. What that actor's name? Uh, guy Pierce. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, Doctor Memento. Is that? It? No, I don't know. Oh, I get it, Doctor. Yeah. And literally the problem that happened there is that you sprang a memory and it went, that's not his name in the movie. Because <laughs> like, I'm like, that, yeah. is, that does sound like a thing. Um, <laughs> Who would have guessed that me, Dr. Memento, would have <laughs> yeah. lost my memory? Yeah. That's oh, in the opening scroll. Oh, oh, the irony. That's Yeah, that's that's tattooed on his back. Yeah. Um, But apparently he was in Django Unchained. I, I went back, I, I looked at huh. his IMDb, but it was just kind of funny that it's like all these people that just were just huge stars some he, of them. is he like cowboy number four in it or something like no, he what had is... a, he had a name I, huh. I, didn't, I didn't do any further research wow. on seeing that i was like that's weird he was on he was on a tv show for like seven years mm. like uh i don't remember which one but one of them all right i remember it was 94 through 2001 oh. you know like <laughs> right la law or nypd or yeah. like you know just one of those like one of those every shows that's exactly the seventh same heaven the or something yeah, I don't think it was that. That's the one no, with the no. with the with the with kid toucher guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so here's 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 questions for you, John. Mm-hmm. And, I, and 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 audience, don't John is not a a, a, a scholar of Buckaroo Banzai. No, I just watched it. Yeah, watch his shitload. So please, please don't think I'm putting him on the spot. These are just things that that occurred to me, and uh, I don't know how to have a conversation. So, what? Okay. The entire point of this movie, not the entire point, there's evil 
things. Electroids. Electroids that 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 went into that went into some people back in '38 or whatever mm-hmm. d- during the during the uh, Orson Welles uh, uh, War of the Worlds broadcast. Essentially. Okay. One of which goes into John Lithgow. Yeah, that was before that one. But that but that these are the same people. Right. Taking over these people and then putting them so now they're like kind of they're they're essentially aliens in, in human bodies. Yes. Why does he still have an accent? Uh that's a great question. I think the best answer I give you is why not? Fair enough. I just sat there thinking about it like because the thing is, oh, and here's the thing that made me shudder. This is the first time I noticed the black electroids are the ones with the Jamaican accent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a thing. But I was like, well, they have Jamaican accent, so it's like, did, did yeah, because like, they they all have they all have outside of being a Jamaican person, like in the in the sort of human form that uh, 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 John uh, I forget what what his last name is right now, but uh, that he has like that they they in their alien form still talk like that. Whereas all the red electroids just have American accents, except for John Lithgow, who you never see as electroid though. Like he's always, he's always, even when he's John Warfin, he's still Emilio Lazardo. You never see like, cause when, oh, that's weird. yeah, when Bucker Banzai gets, gets ionized or whatever, yeah. and he can see the aliens for what they are, they often appear as the, with the masks and then, and then whatever, but he's always John Warfin. Oh, that's, or he's always, you know, Emilio Lazardo. Yeah, that's, like that. that's a, that's a good point. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. So I, so it's something where, I mean, I'm sure you could get into like crazy fan theories about like that he's just imbued with the spirit where these are the actual aliens coming down and taking the other forms where he's just has John Warfin inside of him. Huh? Also, what I liked about that, uh, I, and I know, you know, because the, the comparison is obvious in it, but, um, uh, I didn't realize they like specifically pointed out that this guy's essentially space Hitler. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Which, which I found, uh, uh, uh really, really amusing. Uh, um, I, 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 well, it was, it was something I picked on early because when, like, I, when I first saw this movie, it was like I was coming home from high school and it was like on Cinemax and like that. And I caught the tail end and John Lithgow, who I, I was a fan of, probably through thirty or uh, through Third Rock from the Sun at that point. No, it was or whatever, 30, like, rock, 30 Rock. It was 30 Rock from yeah. the Sun. Yeah. Uh, that like when he's giving that speech towards the end, like he's really gesticulating wildly. And I was like, yeah. what is happening right now? And then later when you kind of realize, well, he's basically just, you know, being a, a Hitlery kind of uh okay so yeah so that that's okay why wouldn't he just be mussolini since he's italian because no one's afraid of mussolini okay fair enough that's that's the answer yeah because i was thinking about that i'm like that's weird yeah like he's he's like they made a point of having his character be from the other country with the other evil guy from that war yeah which i'm sure i'm sure like i'm sure if you if you know anything about the history of that country or or were alive then it was it might have been yeah but for 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 you know johnny dumbfuck from omaha like no nah, i don't hitler that's a name that's yeah. the name that'll scare you um yeah don't get me started on splendorf yeah you only saw this in high school though that was your first time watching that's my first time watching oh that yeah. surprised me i thought this would have been a childhood theme no no this was this was uh yeah it was probably like 17 18 wait so you came home you you caught that part and i got the i got the internet the thing that sold me on it i was like oh, all right well i'll just you know i will kill time because the, the internet doesn't exist yet uh and then the end credit sequences was like this movie is amazing i need to watch the rest of this yeah the end credit sequence is pretty badass yeah um let me ask you about the end credit sequence which it, it, the audience if you're listening to this and have not watched the movie 
you should just watch the movie. Otherwise, we're well, just wasting your time. I right did. Now. I did tell them last week that that we're going to oh, talk okay. about it. So right. like this, this was set up. So, well, it's like I was know. like I was like on commentary tracks, like you know, back on DVDs when they would have commentary. People were like, well, I hope this isn't the first time you're watching the movie with a commentary track. Like, who would do that? Like, that's ridiculous. I, I, I've done that. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I've Why done that. You... I've done that with uh with Futurama movies. Because I like I like commentary tracks. Okay, fair enough. I mean, I like <laughs> the Futurama commentary. Yeah, the frankly, best commentary I ever heard was well, the the I was actually talking to someone. The Limey is really good because it's it's Steven Soderbergh and the guy that wrote the movie yelling at each other. Oh, really? But uh, well, it's just the writer yelling at him. Oh, that's fun. Uh, but the and this was the first one I, I ever heard. Also, was Godzilla. It was the special effects guy, uh, and uh, the the awful Matthew Broderick Godzilla. Oh, that's what I was. And he's about. got like he like a French accent or I don't know what the accent is, but. Uh, a friend of mine showed it to me and it's it's later on in the in the movie where Godzilla is actually attacking the city and it's just the guy just going in the commentary track at there are some planes and there's the monster <laughs> and uh the planes are attacking the monster oh really we did some tanks over there and it's fantastic like oh, it's just awesome. it's amazing i yeah. love it so much i recently i recently uh listened to a and i, I it made me want to go back and watch the film but i listened to a how did this get made about mm-hmm. um punisher one of them. The one that's directed by somebody that's named Lexi something. Lexi Alexander, Punisher Warzone. Yeah. That movie is bonkers. So it's, it, it's, it's Patton Oswalt and her, and then the How Did This Get Made crew, and it's really fun. Oh, man. Like, I should totally listen to that, because yeah. I, I, I genuinely enjoyed that movie. It is over-the-top nonsense. Yeah. Uh, I remember, yeah, yeah. I, I won't get into get it, because uh, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, just some of the absurd stuff that happens. But uh, if you ever want to watch that, I'm totally down to... Yeah, I think we might have to do that because uh, I, I I think I saw it, but I don't think I paid enough attention to realize what I was watching. Like, I yeah. think it was one of those, like, it was just on in the background and I didn't realize what was happening enough to like, because it felt like, like, listen to him talk, that's something, something I needed to give my attention. Yeah, to. the only thing, the only thing I remember kind of really wincing at is that uh, McNulty is in it. Um, God, the, the actor's name, Dominic West. Played McNulty in the Wire, he plays the Jigsaw, and he is just, just devouring the scenery. Okay, and, wait, wait. we have to stop for a second. Yeah, the guy from the Wire is in it. Yeah. Okay, I literally heard you say Nick Nolte when you said McNulty. McNulty, yeah, I heard McNulty Nick- from the Wire. Like, he's, he's sleeping in the background of most well, scenes. Well, he's in he's in a bunch of those '70s cop movies. I just assumed yeah. there was one I hadn't seen called The Wire. No, no, and no. It, like, I, it was really, and then you're like. Dominic, wait, no, I know that name. No, that's the guy yeah. from the wire. Yeah, oh, Mick oh Nolte. the wire. McNulty, yeah. Nick No okay, now that's now hilarious. Yeah, there was there was a lot of there was a lot of There, there you go back to that, that like uh uh his his father was an American or or his father was Japanese, his mother was an American. Yeah. That like I've never put together the McNulty and Nick Nolte sound very, very similar. I haven't either until that point. Yeah. Um and they're both cops. They're both horrible drunks. Yeah, I guess so. Um so now, now I want to know. Wait, so you so you came home, you caught the end, when and then what? You went to like a blockbuster video and rented it. Like, no, it's just because it, it was cinematic. Like it was on again the day the next day. Oh, like this actually got this got in one of those weird ass loops. On one of yeah, the big, like yeah, oh, okay. it was the, like I looked up the next time it was on, and I was like, oh well, now I want to I want to see this. And so I, I actually sat down and watched it. Yeah, I um, I forgot about those fucking those weird ass like kind of obsessions that HBO and Cinemax yeah. ever had where they just keep playing. And then they played it on Comedy Central a few times. Really? Like like late a- after that, like it was I don't know. Yeah. It was like back in like Saturday afternoons they would play like bad movies a lot. I um apparently I didn't take the note, which is weird because I remember typing it. What happened? Oh, anyway. Um 
11 minutes till you see Peter Weller's face. Yeah. Which I think is a, a, a bold ass start. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, all right, let's, let's start this off. Uh, Hey, look, he's, he's operating on some people. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's, uh, getting his, his rocket car. There's a, uh, uh, somewhat apocryphal story about, uh, Orson Welles saying like he was, he was in some stage play, uh, or something where he played a character like Mr. Lee. And he, I, I may have something that he had written, but basically the whole, the whole first half of the play, people constantly are referencing him. Like, what do we do when Mr. Lee gets here and all this stuff? And they keep, keep mentioning him and talking about him as though when he shows up, anything he does is magical. Like the audience is just like, Oh, look, yeah. it's Mr. Lee. And so it's kind of that. It's just like, you're not seeing the, you're just hearing about him and all the stuff he's doing and how amazing he is. And so then you're like, Oh, look at him. He's a golden God. Yeah. Peter Weller. <laughs> That's, and I didn't want to be mean about it. Cause he, I mean, he's a handsome enough guy. Like but he's, he's Peter Weller. Yeah. He's certainly not an unattractive man, but for the reveal, the way, the way they built it, yeah. He's not nearly handsome enough for that reveal. <laughs> Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, he's certainly he he's he's more attractive than pretty much anybody I'm ever gonna know in real life. Like, mm. I mean, he's certainly but like eleven minutes of the film of him being a rocket you know, a physicist, yeah. a, a neuro a, a, a brain surgeon, uh, you know, a rock star, and then the big reveal is hey, you you know He looks like a sick Lou Reed. Yeah, yeah. You're a, you're you're a nice looking guy. It was just uh it was But maybe I mean maybe that's maybe that's what they were going for. They're also they're like, oh, and it's just a guy. Yeah. Um, what was Perfect Tommy's deal? Uh, in what in what capacity? Like, what do you mean? Is like, he meant to be like special? Uh, well, he's got that hair. I don't it's, know. He's 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 ultra stylish. Yeah. Uh, uh, for the time, and that's really all they. I mean, they really don't flesh out any of these characters because he seems like he might be the dumb one in certain scenes and then other scenes he's smart and it threw well me there off. might just be there there might be a reason that lewis smith hasn't worked <laughs> since Mukuru banzai uh, uh but uh, you know well i mean they just he's uh the only the, the thing that i'm immediately coming that i'm thinking about is is the whole classic jeff goldblum exposition scene where he figures out um you know 1938 war of the yeah, worlds yeah. some of his reactions in that are a little like doy but uh yeah i don't i don't know I, i've never understood that that character is just sort of he's a pretty boy that's that's kind of more what i what i took it as is that he's he's the pretty boy yeah and there's somebody else in the band that uh there's a that guy actor uh, uh, do you know what i'm talking about uh is it uh uh pecos like the 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 shorter uh yeah, latino fellow who is that i don't know uh, he's in scarface he's in he's no, in that's not the one I'm I, I don't know the i don't know the actor's name um he wears two belts no, wait, I think I'm going to have to look it up. Um, he was... Oh, God damn it, I meant to do this earlier and then completely spaced on it. Uh, He's kind of like an Italian-looking guy. Um, there's a guy at the very beginning when, they, when they're playing their show. Uh, there's a dude that when I first saw it, I was convinced was, San, was Stan Lee. Oh, really? He's like, when you play... His name is Artie. And he's like, when you play my joint, you're just another act. Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. like gesticulating really like wildly, like just over the top acting. And I was like, oh, I wonder if that's Stan Lee. This guy is Pepe Serna, who plays Reno Nevada. Who oh, I it's think. Reno. No, Pecos is in Tibet. That's right. Uh, Pecos is his wife. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's not the guy I'm thinking of. Yeah. Uh, but that's that's very, uh, man, unfortunately, everybody. Oh, Vincent Chiavelli. That's the that's the yeah, weird yeah, looking yeah. dude. Yeah. 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 Um, just to, just because I went by his name. Um. It wasn't one of the Johns. 
This, I know this is fascinating at home, people, but I mean, frankly, I got nothing else for this episode. Yeah, I'm just I'm, trying to figure out because I, I can't I'm, think I'm of... I'm rather sick, and uh, fuck all of you if you're complaining there's, about there's this. There's Jeff Goldblum, Clancy Brown. Uh, as far as like the, the like anyone recognizable outside of... Holy shit! Do you realize Yakov Shmirnov is in this movie? Yeah, and he plays. I think his character is named Yakov. He's the like the the like. Well, he's he's listed as national security advisor. Yeah, I believe I believe they refer to like his name is Yakov. They they I think they they name him in the movie. He's hanging Holy out with the, with the with the uh, infirmed president. I did not know that. Yeah, he does not say what a country. That might be why you missed it. Uh, all right. I'm not going to find this guy unfortunately, and um, I'm not going to sit through it again. So. Uh, it was one of like he was like I think he was one of like the uh like the like the saxophonist um by that I mean saxophonist right uh like you know like when they're on the when they first start off there's like two guys on the on the right side of the stage like yeah. looking at the stage which I forget what that is uh there's Pinky Carruthers uh and then I don't know who the other one is okay wait, wait while I'm looking for this why don't you explain why what the fuck's going on with the president tell the audience about the president the president is is i believe having like lower back surgery or is or is in a, in a substantial amount of back pain and is in some weird i've never seen anything like this chair or like this bed before but it's a bed that's on these two um parallel circles and it like lets him stand up but still be in bed still strapped to the bed yeah why uh why not i mean like that if that's if that's the part of the movie that you're like that seems weird uh it's just it's it's another reason for him to be like infirmed and in need of help oh basically uh you know what okay this is who i was thinking of and you know that okay that was my mistake no this wasn't awesome god damn it so the guy in the audience is 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 the um the uh accountant from adam's family the 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 movie uh but that is the guy that plays nick tortelli from cheers oh yeah dan hedea yeah okay yeah. that was yeah so that's not who i'm thinking all right i may have to just give up here uh and i'm, I'm very upset by this i'm just gonna have to rewatch the movie to find who the fuck i'm talking about because there's one of those guys that's like it's oh it's it's one of the that guy that's he's also in you know like some movie i saw once you know i didn't realize until recently uh the going back to uh jonathan banks mike erman trout that he's an airplane. Really? Yeah. He's one of the guys like, he's just like working the tower. Uh, and there's one point where like, he checks something in a microwave and he's looking at, uh, he's looking at a radar and I don't, I don't know what's happening on the radar, but he just says, Christ, what an asshole. Wow. And, uh, yeah, that's kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, John, I, I, I'm going to ask a favor of you. Yeah. Uh, can you do a shitty uh, standard commercial while I take a piss? Oh, sure. Thank you. Uh, hey, everybody. 14 Northeast 22nd. The standard. Uh, they have a Facebook page as well. Uh, it's a bar. I should probably mention that. Uh, you can get drinks there and some food, some delicious food. Uh, winter is coming. Uh, people like Game of Thrones, so I'm going to throw that reference out. And as a result, uh, the slushy machine is going away. Uh, but there's still plenty of great drink specials and uh, not special drinks that are still good to have. Uh, there's a taqueria nearby if uh, they're delicious food. You want something different than what the, they're having, and they're fine with that. Go go to the taqueria. And uh, Alex is there a lot. 
playing Keno. You can play Keno there. There's all kinds of gambling. Uh, pinball as well. Alex doesn't do that. But uh, he pees there too, much like he's doing now. So you can you can experience this in real life. And the standard Northeast 22nd. Uh, 14 Northeast 22nd. That sounded excellent. Oh, it was, it was, you know, it was just as good as they normally are. Well, I was talking about my past, but I'm sure you did the commercial yeah. well. Yeah. Um, here, here's, here, okay. Uh, well, well, okay, we'll, we'll end on that one. But uh, here's, here's another question for you. The, the dead wife twin thing? Yeah. Let me, let me run this by you. And maybe, okay. He's playing a show. Mm-hmm. In a rock rock menu. Yes. Rock lobster. He w- during during the middle of a, a rousing part of the show, mm-hmm. he hears a, someone crying. Yes. From the audience. They have an awkward conversation in which he wants to put a spotlight on the crying person. Yes. And, and give her a mic. It turns out that woman that he randomly heard in a crowd of people. Was the spitting image of his dead wife? Yes. If it was a snake, it would have bit him. I believe is what he and says. It, so, so then we 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 she find... was she was queen of the Netherlands. His wife was apparently yes. So we find out that that this this lady was adopted. So he's assuming that that she was uh, the twin of, of his dead wife. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, she gets really smart while she's sitting on a dais. For some reason. Yeah. Innate, innate smartness. What? Yeah. Basically everything. I think, I think basically the reason, the reason that that happens is that everything in this movie, there, there's nothing in this movie that you don't enter at the beginning of. Everything is already happening. Like it's like everything is is already going on. So you're just coming in the middle of it. And so there's, so they just, it seemed like they just kind of went, well, we can't start a new relationship here that would be weird we need to have something that's already kind of in progress but we need still that sort of romance element to it so let's have it be this twin sister of his dead wife that was fucking weird it's so weird it yeah because i was waiting for like as that was happening i was like all right am i forgetting something this turns out she's an alien uh his wife really wasn't dead like i'm going through like like, i must have forgotten something about this movie but nope it's just just his dead wife's twin just yeah pictures don't lie that's Uh, that's that that was that was baffling. Yeah, it's still well. I mean, it's 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 just as absurd as anything else in the movie. Um, I would I would actually disagree on that one. There's a there's a level of fun in the other yeah. kind of, of the absurdness. This one is the is the twin. It's it's of really it's really wife. it's really soap opery. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like it's that because I mean the whole thing like really plays off of um, uh, like the, the like 1950s serials like Captain Midnight and stuff yeah. like that. And so it's just it's that same kind of uh serialized thing that they, this this is the more soap opera aspect to it and maybe that was maybe that was the thing like well if we're going to do a romance element to it like let's 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 put that same kind of level of ridiculous to ridiculousness to it and we'll borrow from soap operas for this yeah but i i, I don't know i'm i'm making just, shit up it was just so that that's the yeah. one spot that it was just it actually in a movie like this stuck out as weird yeah i don't yeah. that i don't know i to me it's it's it i'm i'm along for the ride because i i it if if I start p- picking apart that, the whole thing is gonna gonna collapse. Yeah, all the other stuff I can just go. Oh, they're just having fun. Okay, fair um, enough. Uh, anything else about the film that that you that you want to point out? 
Uh, I like it better than the book. There's a there's it's actually based on a book, Earl Mac Rouch. I think. It's okay, how you say I was gonna, let's 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 table that for a second. Okay, I want to I want to bring up the 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 where this comes from. Uh, sure. I would, but anything else directly um, from the direct film? I know there's a, there's an interesting feature on the on the DVD where there is a, going back to DVD commentary track. So there's a commentary track, and you can also put on because the commentary track is very meta. Like they they talk about Buck Rubens. I like he's a real person. Like that the the guy that wrote the book was was just sort of. Uh, um, uh, what's the word for this? He was he was just there to uh, like an archivist sort of thing. Like he was, oh, okay. yeah, he was yeah. just there to take down the story. And um, so there's so they'll talk about the making of it, but it is also it's a dramatization of stuff that really happened. The real Buckaroo Banzai. Oh, that's fun. Uh, and then there's a a subtitle commentary track that will give you little um little bits of tri- almost like a pop up video like, but it's just subtitles at the bottom, just bits of trivia about the movie and whatever. And again, in this way that like here's some trivia about this character as if they were a real person. Yeah. So it really gets crazy uh, with all that, but it's a lot of fun. If you, if you, uh, I don't know if it's, if it's, it was a certain special edition one or something, but uh, yeah, that's, that's, that sounds quite amusing. Yeah. On on that note, uh, what, uh, just a fun end title, Buck Rubanza will be back uh, in the world crime league. Buck Rubanza yeah. versus the world crime league. Was was that a was did they ever actually have plans for a sequel or is that just like a fun throwaway thing? Good question. I think, um, I think it was. I think it was again sort of this nod to like the the um, serialized adventures yeah. like that, but also like we'd like to do this again. Well, this goes well. It goes back to my earlier question about when this came out because uh, Back to the Future One ended with "Will be that like yeah. well, you know they said they're going to return to yeah. Back to the Future Two, and I wasn't sure if this was. My natural inclination, if this wasn't so very connected to Back to the Future because of the flux capacitor thing, w- were they actually calling their shot that they're doing another one? I don't know, because I mean James Bond did that all the time. James Bond will return in yeah. Diamonds Are Forever. Now, like they used to do that all the time with those. Did this movie was this like a flop? Do you know? I don't think it did well. Yeah. Because yeah. I would have loved to have seen a sequel because it yeah. just Well, I think and that's that's going back to the the absolute just just fantastic uh Kevin Smith. Um, where he wants to do, he wants to make like a TV show out of it. Or yeah, I think like it's like already. I think it is like yeah. Happening. Which, yeah. which my my real besides the saying Kevin Smith, like I'm trying to get the taste of shit out of my mouth. Uh, aside is is my real issue with it is the fact that he wants to do like the movie again as a series, like that would be season one, and then in season two you would move on to the World Crime League. Where I'm like, that's absolutely don't do that. No, that's just stupid. start because the whole thing is like, like I said, like you're starting in the middle of everything. Why not just start there? You're yeah. not losing anything. Like it's just do it. Why not? If you're going to do it, but yeah, uh, there's no reason. Yeah. There's no reason to retell the story. Like, yeah, that this yeah. is like part three of a, yeah. you know, even though part one, it's, two it's not. Part, yeah. yeah. The whole, the whole thing is about, you've missed out on a lot of information. It's, it's like Leonard part six. You haven't seen the first five. Yeah. Um, now I've never seen Leonard Part Six. Is that actually the the, the conceit of the film? Is that it's Part probably. Six? Probably, oh, okay. it's not good. Like I remember seeing it as a kid and like convincing myself I liked it. That's yeah. the most. I mean, yeah. I mean, I know it's known as like one of the shittier films it's ever made. Really, I, just, I just, uh, just remember a part of a guy eats a hot dog and his head explodes. That's all I really remember I mean, about that great. movie. Yeah. Um, no, I think I think yeah, because th- that's one of the the joys of this is that you're entering into a just you're just entering midstream and yeah yeah that's good i mean the, the crawl in the beginning is fun because it's just yeah you know he's he's a physicist rock star like you know 
guy he's got a merry band around him of rock star physicists like it's pretty it's well in the the second one uh, apparently like the world crime league uh was gonna really introduce uh hanoi zan who is the the guy that killed his parents basically like he's he's his uh arch nemesis okay so let's get to that That, yeah this this this, so where this is based on a book this is apparently based on a book yes no you say apparently apparently well i mean like i didn't finish the book so i I don't know like how uh how like one-to-one it was or it's like i wrote this book let's use characters from it so i don't know i should go give the book another shot now, but the I guy that wrote the film also wrote the movie the guy that wrote wait the guy that wrote yeah, the, bo- the sorry, guy that, sorry, the guy yeah, that yeah. wrote the book yeah had like i think co-wrote the screenplay okay with wd richter i think and it, so you didn't you didn't the book was that bad I, it just i mean it's one of those things like i just wasn't into it i i could probably pick it up now and get and enjoy it i don't know but just at the time i was reading it i was like eh, i don't know this is it's also like it lacked the fun the movie had it felt like oh you're serious about this and that that's what i was gonna ask like yeah it was it more like a serious it felt it felt a little bit at the time and this was i mean it's been like over 10 years i think since i tried to read this book but it was uh it felt a little bit more like you're pitching a comic or like this is a serious you're trying to create the serious universe and it, it didn't seem as fun or at least i wasn't getting it maybe maybe going back now i would see that but at the yeah. time i wasn't i wasn't so that's disappointing it. i was actually thinking i would like to read more uh, are there comics there are like uh i forget the name of the the cause i don't think it was it was dark horse it's some i don't remember the name of the, the comic company but they did uh uh a couple of like little one shots or like they did like a prequel there was one like the turning of the screw that I never really got into. That's but important. There's also, I believe there's also like in the eighties, I think they did make some, some Bunker Bonsai comics. Now I was, I was hoping that at some point they did like a, you know, uh, you could get a collected edition, you know, 12, 12 comic arc or something. Cause sure. it, it would be, it'd be uh, rather amusing. Cause it is the, the concept of it is, is still pretty fresh. Like it still holds up pretty well. That kind yeah. of like meta, you know, uh, midstream start kind of over stylized character thing like it does it well does it's work. it's oh. it, it was brought up i remember in uh in high school when i was enjoying this movie reading like an article in entertainment weekly talking comparing uh uh men in black to it about it just men in black being this great deadpan sci-fi comedy and there hasn't been one since buckaroo bonsai that is just very like here's yeah. this ridiculous stuff we're just playing as is we're not you know being like look at these aliens yeah, that's that's uh, that's to actually probably extent. probably a pretty good comparison. Uh, yeah, except this is a lot better than Men in Black. Mm. Not a lot better, but significantly. Yeah, I'd have to go back. I really enjoyed the first one when I saw it. The second one, I did not. Yeah, I think maybe maybe I should I should I should turn down my criticism there because I now that I think about it, I think I think I really hated the second one and it kind of tainted the first one for yeah. me. Yeah, uh, well, it's also one of those things where like it was the the hype around it was so huge because it was like the summer movie and then like you know we were entering into the willennium uh and so there was that and just like all the whole like i don't know there was just so much stuff around it in pop culture that made it more annoying i think than it than it really is i'm so glad we're the jade end times now that's thank god I'm so I, you have no idea how pleased I am. I just came up with that. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. great. Um, uh, I, I I by pleased I mean like that kind of self hatred. Like, well, it's funny, oh, but it I but good to hate me this but much. for a second, but like for a moment, I'm also like that's kind of true. I kind of feel like, like these, these young people, these youngins, awful. yeah, with yeah. their with their with their Ataris and, and their and their, their, their transgender rights. Oh, rights. Who needs them? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Trump 2016. Yeah. Thank you. Let's make America great, please. And, uh, yeah. Well, 
here's here's a question for you about politics. Um, what if I never found America great in the first place? Am I allowed to vote for Trump? No, no, it's in the bylaws. So it's got to be again. It's got to be again. Huh? Yeah, because otherwise you're just you're you're frankly you are Hillary Clinton at that point. Now, because she hates America. Is he allowed to make it better than it was, or are we just going back to like an idyllic, you know, nineteen fifties segregation kind of America, or can he can he improve upon? Well, that? it's once you reach once you reach like greatness, it doesn't really matter. Like there's just okay. you're you're in you're in it. Like it doesn't there's not there's not leveling after that point. So it's like Christian heaven. Sure, yeah. It's not there's not like yeah there's not once you're up there everyone's cool everyone's like once once you hit greatness. Anything you do is it's it's still great. It hmm. still qualifies as great. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't really have a lot of experience with that. Um, you know, everything I I, I touch turns to ash. Mm-hmm. Um, really, it's a it's a leave a wake of failure. Sure, behind me. Who does it in this economy? Trump. Technically, Trump. that's not true because he's got. Uh, all kinds of scandals and stuff. Wait, like that, are so. you saying there's a flaw in his perfect veneer? No, I'm saying he's going to make America great again. Good, because yeah. if I lose faith in Trump, no, I don't know what I'm going to do. He's huge, uh, amazing. I you, believe you're you not going to believe. I'm sorry, huge. I you're not going to believe the plans that he has. Because, um, as a as a Mason myself, mm-hmm. uh, I'm looking forward to some wall building. There is, there is, uh, and 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 not to not to actually get all political but there is a part of me that i want in the debate to hillary clinton to just do the steve martin on the simpsons and be like you want this fine and to just like walk away yeah and uh no there I, she, the thing is like she would she would need somewhere else to go i guess would be that would be the thing there but yeah if, if if we weren't the kind of world power that we are i i my natural kind of inclination is like you know what you fucks deserve this let it burn yeah but but like we got a lot of there's, there's like nuclear going weapons, on, yeah. and like if we collapse, the rest of the world probably follows with us, and it's it's a little too important. But like, man, if we were in like like I don't know Canada, Por- Portugal, right? Like, oh yeah, fine, fuck it, yeah, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, we're yeah. Portugal. What are you gonna do? like? What? Yeah, it's gonna be fine. No offense to any Portuguese out there. I was just trying to come up with a you know a, a country that's less than you mm-hmm. know. Right. You know. You know. It's upsetting, and this is a. Uh, uh, Every time I hear Portuguese, I immediately think of uh, Waterworld and how they they spoke Portuguese, oh, and just what a really? lazy portmanteau that was. Yeah, so whenever I hear Portuguese, I always just think of I always just think of that. And then, which also this Ew, whole that's in the movie. That's in the movie. Yeah, oh. because people they speak Portuguese. Oh, yeah. Also, uh, uh, speaking of political stuff, the whole uh, uh, Pledge of Allegiance thing. Yeah. Oh. Every time I read about it, I just think about how. Every time I sing the Pledge of Allegiance, I have to consciously not sing the Frank Drebin in Naked Gun version when he's Enrico Palazzo. Wait, you mean the National Anthem? Yeah. What did I say? You said Pledge of Allegiance. Pledge of Allegiance. Sorry. Yeah. That's national Anthem. Yeah. Yeah. What's, 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 what is. I'm just, not going to perform it, no, but it's just he, like. He gets the lyrics wrong? I don't yeah, know. Yeah. He gets it because he like, he, he, he disguises himself to infiltrate the, the baseball stadium to get Ricardo Montalban. He like disguises himself as the opera singer without yeah. realizing that he has to go sing the National Anthem. And then it's revealed like he does not know the words and he also can't sing. I don't really remember that part. I, I the, the, the part I remember is Enrico Palazzo saved the queen. That's yeah. The only, that's the only. Hey, it's uh, Enrico Palazzo. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I don't, I don't, uh, let's not talk about Naked Gun anymore. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. I didn't know that was a, that was a trigger for you. It, it, it triggers me. Sure. It's PTSD. That's an hour. 
Let's be done. Okay. <laughs> With this quality. All right. Whatever. Yeah. This was a choice between nothing and something. No, it's fine. No, I'm, I'm happy to. I'm happy to be a part of. I think. I think we did. I think we did a smash up job. It just. I don't. I'm not. I got no high energy yeah. offer right now. No, it's great. This. This is. This is. This is the best you're getting out there, people. And you should. You should. You should appreciate my yeah. yeoman's work. Birthday spectacular. <laughs> oh, yep. You're but, welcome. Happy birthday. This is my present. Yeah, in your face. It's a show up and kind of remember things about Buckaroo Banzai. In your face, Jesus. Three years beating your ass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, goodbye, audience. Bye. Goodbye. Thanks. <laughs>